0: Hi everyone and thanks for joining. This is Arzo and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe podcast, season 2, episode 3. Today's topic is on self-esteem. Self-esteem is such an important thing for all humans and particularly women uh which is what I want to address today in this in this episode. And as you guys know, Sexy Boss Babe, the beauty brand is we started with uh, by launching uh, a series of press-on nails for women. And they're fun, and it's a beauty product, but there's a lot more to it than just a fun beauty product. Um, The entire brand identity is about women empowerment and confidence and self-esteem and body positivity. And we redefined what a sexy boss babe is, and I mentioned it on the last podcast, but it's a breed of woman that is confident from the inside out. She can be curvy, thin, plus size, athletic, tall, short, any size, shape, or color. Her beauty comes from knowing her self-worth and what she deserves. She goes after what she wants in life. She's fierce, bold, and empowered. And as I mentioned before, this isn't a a marketing gimmick to come up with something like this. It's truly um, part of a way for us to inspire and encourage all women to find that inner beauty and that inner confidence in themselves because no matter what we do on the outside and the outside stuff is fun the makeup and the nails and fashion I mean who doesn't love that those things are all fun and yes it does make us feel better but the inner work is the true work and so we've used our packaging as kind of a way to 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 create affirmations to help with self-esteem so um one of the sets that I wanna just share about today is the blue one called Like a Diamond. And Like a Diamond has its own inspiration message behind it that you can find on the website. And when you wear it, it's kind of supposed to be a little uh, a boost of self-esteem. And the inspiration behind Like a Diamond is, each of us is unique, rare, and special. All too often we forget this and get trapped in a cycle of seeking validation from others wear this set when you need help remembering that you're like a diamond. And it might sound kind of silly, but I actually use the nails to help with um, remembering those little bits of of positive affirmations about myself. And no matter how confident you are, no matter how much self-love you have, sometimes you need a little reminder and so much of what we experience as, as women um, in situate in various situations our self-esteem, how much of it we have, lack of it, it affects our lives in so many ways. And this you know for one we're kind of in this environment of seeking validation constantly when you look at social media, Facebook and especially Instagram with, you know, with the whole liking thing. And I'm all about, of course, women empowerment. Um, Wear what you want. Be who you want. But you just see a lot of women that um, post certain things and for the likes. And it's almost like that's where people are trying to get their validation from. These superficial likes. Um, And does it really mean anything? And if the likes aren't there... Um, we're not getting that validation and that's not the place where we should be getting our form of validation and the act of, of doing things just to get likes. It's a show of a lack of self-esteem because when you're really truly rooted in who you are and you're confident in yourself and your self-worth likes or what people say or think about you, it's not going to matter to you. And why is it important or not important for you to care what other people think of you? One of the biggest reasons that it matters is if you are somebody that's ambitious and goal-oriented and has dreams and goals and wants to do things for yourself, it takes a lot of courage to take those steps and move forward to pursue different things. And if you're not confident in yourself to make certain choices, or pursue a particular path because you're too concerned about what everybody else around you is thinking about you, you're not going to ever accomplish any of those things. So in order um, to help you on that path, that internal self-esteem is really, really important. And that's just, you know, me addressing that when it comes to goals and and, and dreams that you want to pursue. Um but self-esteem is, it's, it's your sense of self. It's your sense of self-worth and having, like I said, having it or having, uh, lacking it, it can affect so many aspects of our lives, including our romantic relationships and being somebody that, um, experienced, um, being in an abusive relationship and overcoming it and leaving that relationship it, it was a very big shock to me, um, wondering how the heck did I get here? And I've always been somebody I, I live with a, with an independent single mom who has always been really strong and, and, and taught us to be independent and strong. And I've always counted on myself and how did I get myself in a situation where I'm with an abusive partner and it's never the victim's fault. Right? Nobody should ever violate you in any way, physically, emotionally. However, I had to do a self inventory of myself with regards to how did I get here? How did I get to be in a situation with somebody that is violating my mental, emotional, physical well being? How did I get to a place where I'm living in a constant state of fear? And a lot of women experience being in domestic violent, um, domestically violent relationships. Why? Why do we end up here? Through the course of my self-inventory, I remembered that there were red flags that came up in the beginning of the relationship at the start And I chose to ignore those red flags because I cared about the person. Because I wanted to be with the person. And my forgiving nature um, hurt me. And when I chose to ignore a red flag in that moment, I chose to love the other person more than I loved myself. So it ended up really boiling down to a lack of self-love And if there's a lack of self-love, there's a lack of self-worth. And that's what it came down for me. And I think it's similar for a lot of women. It's a lack of self-esteem, that desire of wanting that other person to the point that you're willing to overlook your own boundaries. And this is how we need to find ways to help ourselves in getting out of those types of relationships or not getting into them from the get-go. And our biggest source of protection from stuff like that is through self-esteem. And I changed my life around significantly. My life did a 180 after that relationship. And it took time. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of self-reflection. It took a lot of recognizing and becoming aware of the why and the how, and then taking steps to um, overcome and move past it, and find a sense of confidence and a sense of inner self-esteem, and work on that, on a like a kind of like a daily practice. And it's like anything else; it's just like going to the gym and building muscles. You're not going to build muscles by lifting weights once, but if you repetitively lift a weight multiple times, multiple times, increase that weight, you're going to tear down that muscle and rebuild stronger muscle. And it's the same thing with having a practice of self-esteem. Not everybody grows up in a household where you have both parents who are perfect parents, doing everything right, giving you the proper amount of love, attention, and care, supporting you, helping you grow, and, teach you, and teaching you things. A lot, a lot of people grow up in broken families, single-family homes, families that your parents, one or both of them were abusive. You saw one or two parents abuse one another or abuse you. And that's the case for a lot of people. And so those things affect our worldview. It affects our ability to choose better relationships versus poor relationships. And when you get to a point of recognition, if you didn't, you know, like I said, if you didn't have that level of support and learning and teaching through your parents, you're going to have to figure it out for yourself. And For those of you that are listening to this podcast, if it doesn't affect you, then, you know, it doesn't affect you. But there are a lot of women that, you know, again, self-esteem is an issue. So this is for, for you. Um, And this is, this is a me telling you that you're worth it. If no one else has told you, this is you not waiting for someone else to tell you what your value is. It's about you finding your own inner value. And how do you find your own inner value? What makes us, you know, valuable? I've got somebody close to me who's beautiful, beautiful. I think she's beautiful in many ways, inside out, smart. She only sees herself from the outside and she has a self-esteem issue. She's probably one of the most prettiest girls I've ever seen. Yet she has low self-esteem. She doesn't think she's smart enough. And this is a complex that she's kind of developed over the years. And most people, when they see her, they see what she looks like on the outside. So everybody compliments her on her looks. So she never felt like she was smart. She only felt like what she offered the world was her beauty. And it was because she is taking the weight of other people's opinions of her and internalizing that. So it's, it's so interesting because some people think they're, you know, I'm the smart one, but I'm not very pretty because nobody compliments me on my looks. And then you have, so you have this one situation where you have one person who is getting validation of their external appearance, and then you have somebody else on the other side getting validation for their inner intellect or inner qualities, but nobody is validating them from the outside. And so this person might think that they're not as attractive. The other person thinks that they're not as smart. We're gaining our sense of self from outside sources. This is where what we need to do to work on ourselves. We need to find those things from ourselves from within. And we need to recognize our good qualities. We shouldn't be sitting and waiting for someone else to tell us what our worth is. We need to know what our worth is. And if we know our worth that's what protects us from bringing harmful people and toxic people into our lives, whether it's, you know, from a relationship perspective, a friend perspective, uh, you know, people in our families and jobs as well. So how do we do this? How do we uh, disregard other people's opinions of us and only focus on our own opinion of ourselves, especially if we don't have a high opinion of ourselves? So for one, we need to address that. Why don't we have a high opinion of ourselves? What is it that we feel like we're lacking, right? Because somebody in our childhood didn't give us the love and attention that we needed and what or wanted or deserved. Um, maybe we sought the attention of our father and we didn't get that. There's 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 so many different reasons why we feel a sense of lack. And the thing with changing our mindset. It starts with exactly that, a change in your mindset. Your view of yourself and of life, it has to do with your mindset. And you can change your mindset at any given time. You just have to make the choice that I'm changing my perspective. There are many times in my life that I felt insecure about certain things about myself or I didn't feel good enough or I felt like I had to prove myself. And I felt guilty about things or I felt shameful about things. And I lived with this and it affected my self-esteem. And it really was a shift in in my mindset where I thought to myself, you know what? I'm done with this way of thinking. I'm done with carrying these issues or these emotional baggage with me throughout my life because it's weighing me down. It's holding me down and it's holding me back from everything that I want to do. It's holding me back from truly being happy. And I shifted my mindset, literally. And when you shift your mindset, when, when we have rep- repetitive thoughts about anything, there are neural pathways that exist. So if I constantly think, well, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, and I always think this in my mind, and I've thought this for the last 20 years of my life, that is a neural pathway. Now, in order to change your mindset into a new thought, I have to create a new thought, and I have to repeat that new thought over and over in my mind until a new neural pathway is created. And now, that is the neural pathway, or the thought that becomes the reality. And the only way that'll happen is through practice of that. So if I'm if if I instead of saying I'm not good enough, I the the new thought is. I'm plenty. I'm enough. I'm wonderful. I'm a good person. You can create that new thought for yourself. And I'm all about making lists and lists are helpful and making little charts. Sit down sometime and create a little chart or a list of all of your good qualities of all your great qualities. It's important to do that. And I know in some cultures, Being humble is an important trait, and I think being humble is wonderful. However, don't be humble to the point of your detriment. Make sure that you recognize who you are, because when you know who you are, nobody can take that away from you. So start by making a list and think about it. And we all have good qualities. We might be a good friend. We might be a good daughter. We might be a good listener. We might be... um, and an engaged person that makes other people happy or have positive insights to share with others, or we're thoughtful, or we're kind, or we're a hard worker. All of these things are good and positive traits, and we all have something. So it's important to, to start there and kind of do a self-inventory. What are my good traits? And next to it, make another list of bad traits or traits that you don't like about yourself, because that's going to help you too. So on the other side, make a list of things that you don't like about yourself. Maybe you can write, "I'm," you know, maybe weight is an issue for you and you can write, I'm not happy about my weight or, um, you know, I don't like my hair or I'm disorganized or what, whatever that part of the list is. And it's important to make this list on both sides because you're doing an inventory and it's a time to be honest with ourselves the good lists are the good traits and the things on the bad side of the list those are areas that we can work on to improve those things if we're truly unhappy with our weight we can work on that we can start eating better we can start exercising and work towards being healthier if we don't like our hair we can get a haircut we can change our hairdo we can um You know, put some conditioner in it. (laughs) You know, you know, it sounds a little bit silly. I just that was just something that popped into my head. But the point is, is anything that you're you feel bad about yourself about, there are areas that you can work on. Maybe you do feel I'm not smart. Well, why don't you feel smart? Maybe it was because you didn't go to school. Maybe it was because you didn't get good grades. Not getting good grades and not going to school, it doesn't mean that you're smart or you're not smart. That's just a path that people take in their lives. And if you truly feel like you're not, you can always take some classes. You can always, there's so many things. You can go to college. You can go to night school. You can take a trade class. You can learn subjects that are interesting to you online. You can go to the library and check out books or go to a bookstore and learning and educating yourself. There's so many ways of doing it, especially today with the internet, everything's available to us. And it's just a matter of investing a little bit in ourselves. You know, we invest so much on our outer beauty. And a lot of the reasons why we do that is because we feel a sense of lack on the inside. And if we fill ourselves from the inside by working more on the inside, we're going to be more comfortable with ourselves on the outside because we know what we bring to the table. We know what we offer. We know what kind of employee we are or what kind of girlfriend or boyfriend we are or, uh, you know, family member we are. Um, so there's, there's, there's a lot of ways to, to find our sense of self and our sense of self-worth. And once we know that, there's going to be people in our lives that are going to uh, make us feel bad or make us feel not worth it. But if you know who you are and you're rooted in inner confidence, it doesn't matter what anybody says about you. And anybody that treats you poorly or puts you down or says mean things to you, a good person would never treat somebody that way. So if you're around somebody that's treating you that way or talking to you that way, they have some work to do on themselves. It is not a reflection on you, it's a reflection on them. So when someone puts you down or calls you names, Don't think, don't internalize it like, oh, I'm not good enough. See, that's another person validating exactly what I, that negative thing I thought about myself. Don't think of it like that. Because if somebody is a good person and they genuinely care about you, they're going to lift you up. They're going to, if you do have a potential negative trait, if they care about you and they address it, they're going to bring it to your attention and help you work on it. And if they don't, they're going to harp on it. And they're going to make you feel bad about yourself. They're going to want to try to make you feel bad about yourself. And a lot of people do that to have control over you. And a lot of abusive relationships or toxic relationships, a lot of people will do that. They'll make you feel bad about yourself, about your age, about your weight, about how much money you make or don't make, about your looks. And and, and people that do that, do it in an effort to find a way to control you so that they don't lose you. And again, that's somebody that's toxic and that's somebody that's lacking in themselves. They need to work on themselves. So if somebody treats you like that, instead of internalizing it and feeling bad about yourself, think, say, oh, this is a loudspeaker. This is that person telling me that they're not whole in themselves. They need some self-improvement and self-work and eternal self-work, and they're letting me know. So now I know. I know who I'm dealing with. And I'm dealing with somebody that's not ready for my wonderfulness. I'm dealing with somebody that, if I include in my close circle, is going to bring me down. And it's important to protect yourself against that kind of negativity because if you're hearing negativity constantly, 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 that's also a new neural pathway that's created and then you start believing it that's why it's important to recognize these things as soon as they happen at the onset to create a barrier and a boundary to protect yourself another thing with sexy boss babe that we do is we do empowerment workshops for um, young people and um, foster youth and survivors of sex trafficking and Self-esteem is one of the things that we really hone in on and harp on and the importance of it. It really truly is, as a woman, it is your most powerful line of defense. And if anybody listened to podcast episode, uh, season two, um, episode one about empowerment, I share a story about um, spending time with somebody regarding business and how that person after learning about, uh, certain things about me was trying to use certain insecurities that I have or my certain stories about my life to make me feel insecure about myself, to get control. And it was, it was a difficult experience for me. And it it was, it was surprising because I didn't expect to be in that situation. I didn't expect for this person to, Use some of those tactics. And that's the thing is sometimes it happens. Sometimes you're in a situation, and I don't want to compare that to, you know, a sex trafficker. um, But a lot of similar methods are used. Systematic um, breakdown of someone's sense of self in order to gain control of them. Abusers use it. Sex traffickers use it. And uh, sometimes employers even use it. So that's why it is so important for us as women to know our inner worth and our value to be confident. Because when you're confident, it is hard for somebody to take advantage of you. It scares people. Confidence scares people. And there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. And I'm not talking about being arrogant or coming from a place of ego. I'm talking about true confidence. People see it in your eyes when you talk. People see it in your posture when you stand. So when people see that, if someone else is coming from a good place and is confident too, it, it, that's fine. But it scares people that are weak. It scares people that are toxic. Because they know your challenge to break down. So they're going to back away and they're going to leave you alone. So always come from a place of confidence and a place of self-esteem. And if it's hard for you to do it on your own, there are a lot of books that you could read um, that can help with self-esteem. And there are things that, you know, just even going online and just, you know, typing in, you know, exercises to practice self-esteem. And it'll give you lists of things that you could do on your own to start practicing so you can start increasing your self-esteem. If you have a lack of self-esteem, how are you ever going to get a raise? Because you're, ne- you're just going to stay stagnant in the status quo because you don't believe that you're worth more money. So how are you ever going to get ahead? How are you ever going to get promoted? And you know you're a good worker and you know you have good qualities and you see other people around you getting promoted or getting raises that might not be as deserving as you, but you're afraid to speak up. And you're afraid to speak up because there's in, on, in, on some level, there's a lack of self-esteem. That's why self-esteem is so important. And I know there's a lot of talk about income inequality amongst men and women. And there are occasions where there's an, there's an unfairness and an unfair advantage. But as women, we have a tendency... And our gender. Culturally, historically. To be agreeable. And if somebody gives us something. The culture of women. Is to be appreciative of it. And thankful. And not ask for more. And as 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 being mothers. And as being women. And being in the role of, of, of a woman. That's our biological quality. However in a job setting and in a career setting, that's not necessarily what we need to be leading with. And if we accept what we're given, we're never going to move ahead. Men make more a lot of times because they ask for more, even if they don't deserve it. They will negotiate and they'll ask for more. Whereas a lot of times women are afraid because we think, again, it goes back to sense of self-worth. We think that, We should be happy with what we're given. We shouldn't rock the boat. What if we end up losing the opportunity if we ask for more? And this is how our thought process is and how our brain works. And again, if you're going to be out in the workforce, which the world that we live in today in America, we have no choice, most of us, but to work and have a job. And if you want to thrive, that means you have to succeed and move up. And in order to do that, it's not easy because we have to go against our natural inclinations and our natural inclinations are to be nice and polite and agreeable. And we have to be assertive and we have to, and the only way we can be assertive is again, if we have a sense of self-esteem and we know our worth, we can't sell anybody else on our worth and why they should give us a raise if we don't even believe it ourselves. So do you guys see how important self-esteem is and how it affects every aspect of our lives? As women, we, we live in a challenging world. Opportunities are there. But if we really want to thrive the way that I see that all of us want to, then we have to do the work. We have to work on ourselves. We have to work on our self-esteem and our sense of self-worth. So, we are unique and special and rare like a diamond. And... That's kind of the, the reasoning behind what we're trying to do from a sexy boss babe brand identity perspective is I want you guys to be empowered and I want you guys to be confident and I want you guys to thrive and live happy lives. So I'm sharing little messages of positivity, self-esteem and confidence through a packaging in an effort to help you feel stronger and confident and find your power. Women are powerful. And those of us that have forgotten, it's time that we remember. We're powerful. So it starts with self-esteem. So we have some things to work on and some things to practice on. And if you're good on your self-esteem, that's amazing. Um, Let somebody around you. I'm sure you have a sister or a friend or a coworker that needs a little bit of help. and needs a little boost. So maybe let them know about this podcast. Maybe it can help them find their sense of self-esteem and self-worth. That's all for today, ladies. Thank you so much for joining. And also, I just want to mention, um, I mentioned that this season, we are doing a new format. We're offering prizes. So the winner from last week's contest is Mary Aziz. Congratulations, Mary. You are the winner. So we will be sending you a box of SheEO nails. Um, and we'll send you a message on how to, um, on how to coordinate getting that. And, uh, again, we have the same contest next week. Um, for anybody that we're going to change the contest rules a little bit. You got to go on our website, sexybossbabe.com, create an account and register, screenshot it and send it to us in a DM that enters you into the contest. Um, and then, uh, screenshot and post anything Sexy Boss Babe related to your Instagram account and tag us at the TheSexyBossBabe. Um, and if you do that, that will give us, um, your entry form and we'll enter you next week. We will announce the winner of a box of like a diamond since we talked about it. So good luck to everybody. Thank you again for listening. And please uh, follow us on our Instagram at TheSexyBossBabe. And if anyone is interested in following me, you can always do so. at I'm at TheArzoYusuf, A-R-Z-O-Y-U-S-U-F. Thanks again for listening. Till next time. One last thing, guys. As a reminder, we're a social impact company. And for every purchase of a Sexy Boss Babe product we're able to support charities that help foster youth and survivors of sex trafficking. There are 500,000 kids in the American foster care system, and 60% of sex trafficking victims are either former or current foster youth. This demographic needs our help, and before we can do that, we need to raise awareness. We've started an awareness campaign using the hashtag SBBMovement. You can help us, raise the awareness through using that hashtag. To learn more about this cause and this movement and what more you can do, please visit our website at www.sexybossbabe.com. We really believe that together we can make a difference. Thank you for listening.